Today, I'd like to talk about how to become more approachable. You might have a friend that gets hit on all the time. And you know what? Looks has nothing to do with it because someone could be 10 out of 10 beautiful, but if she has a bad attitude or for other reasons, she won't get approached often. In this video, I'm going to share five ways that make a person more approachable. Now, I'm going to speak in general to women who want to be approached by men. When I was dating, this was me. I was more traditional in this way, so I wanted the man to approach me. I wasn't one of those women who really approached men. There is nothing wrong with that. This video is for women who would like more men to approach them. The first thing to do is step away from your friends. When you are with a group of friends, it makes it challenging for someone to want to approach you. One of men's biggest fears is to be laughed at or embarrassed in front of a group of females. So if he strikes out and it's just in front of you, that's one thing. But if it's in front of you and your friends, that can be scary for a man. And I don't blame them because that's something I wouldn't want to do either. So if you're always with your friends, step away from them. You might be at a restaurant together with them. Get up and go to the bathroom. You need to separate yourself from the group to give men an opportunity, a safer opportunity to approach you. When I was single, I would go out by myself all the time. Actually, I still do it now that I'm married. I would go to dinner and I'd sit at a communal table or at the bar and I'd eat dinner there by myself. I also used to travel a lot by myself because I did it for work. I was photographing destination weddings. And I can't tell you the amount of people that would come up to me and one, they just thought it was cool that I was traveling by myself. Like, what are you doing here by yourself? And two, I think it just made it easier for them to approach me because I was there by myself. And sometimes when I'm at a communal table, maybe not even romantically, like I want to talk to people who are by themselves, who are enjoying a nice meal by themselves. I think it's really cool that they're taking the time to enjoy this nice meal by themselves and enjoy their own company. Number two is wear something that stands out. I think there is a term for this. Is it called peacocking? If it's not there is another word for it. If you're wearing something very basic like a white t-shirt and Lululemon gray sweats, it's kind of hard for someone to comment on that to start a conversation compared to if you have something like watermelon earrings. When I wear these, people compliment them all the time. One, because it's just unique and they stand out. Those are fun earrings men and women, they both say it, and it's an easy segue into a conversation. I also used to get hit on a lot when I would be wearing a hat, one of these hats. Again, it is an easy thing to comment on. I like your hat. So if you have something interesting in your closet, it should be within your style. So if it's something you wouldn't wear, like if you're not into hats, you don't have to wear a hat. Do something your way if it sparkles, whatever it is, but something unique that people notice and that they can comment on. Number three is if you see someone that you are interested in, to lock eyes and smile. A smile 
is recognized across all languages and cultures. Everyone knows that a smile is friendly. They respond well to it. Now with eye contact, how long do you have to have eye contact for while not being creepy? I would say three seconds is a good amount of time. Lock eyes for three seconds and then smile. And then you can do that multiple times. Looking at someone for longer than you typically would, because all our eyes like scan rooms, right? You're seeing who's around. But if you hold it and you have to hold it for a few seconds and smile, that is a very clear indicator that you are open to being spoken to. Number four is your body language. You cannot lie with your body language. Most of our communication is done with our body language. So if you are closed off, your arms are crossed, your shoulders are slouched down and you look not confident and also not friendly. By the way, if you're like me, I have a resting bitch face and I didn't know this for a long time until someone videotaped some behind the scenes video of me working and I looked at it and I was like, that's what I look like? I look kind of grumpy and miserable. Like I didn't like it. And also a few friends had made the comment that I had met maybe one of their friends and they said, Leah thinks that you don't like her. You're not really interested in being friends with her. And I said, no, that's not true at all. Like what would make her think that? I thought I was being really friendly. It was probably my resting bitch face, okay? So I never wanna purposely make someone feel like that. So I try to be conscious of it to look pleasant and also with body language to be open. And that's literally like open, open heart. Don't cross your arms, open, relaxed, confident body language, the way that you walk. When my husband first met me, he said the thing that attracted him to me was my confidence. So it was the way that I walked, the way that I sat down at the table. He said he loved all of that. So be mindful of your body language and what it is communicating. Number five, and this is probably the most important one, is having good energy. If you talk to men, the number one thing that they will say attracts them to a woman is her energy. They might say, just, you know what that looks like. It's just good vibes. She's magnetic. What is that exactly? It's when you feel good, when you feel open, and when you feel like you have a lot of energy to give. These vibrant people who are grateful and love life. We've all met them and they are magnetic. It's really nice to be around. I talk about this a lot in my book. It's called Show Up, Finding Love for Independent Women. It's available on Amazon. And it's about feeling good, not so much about, I need to get this right. What do I need to do to get into a relationship? Am I saying the right things? Am I having the right boundaries? It's less about the technical things and more about feeling good. That's where you start is feeling good because that's when you become magnetic and great things happen in your life. That's when you attract your soulmate, when you feel good. And even if your soulmate doesn't come around, you'll still feel good and it won't matter. You won't care that he's around. You won't care about the details because you just feel good. All of us flirt differently. The most important thing is it has to be within your realm of it's still you. 
because some books and some coaches might say, you know, this is how you crack a joke to win this person over. And if it's something you would never say, I don't think that you should say it. Like you should be authentically you. But how can you show up in a way that is more open and inviting to let other people know that you are open to being approached? Thank you for listening, everyone. If you've enjoyed the show, please give it five stars and write a review. It helps my rankings, and I really, really appreciate it. And if you're interested in my book to read or gift to a friend, it's called Show Up, Finding Love for Independent Women, and it's available on Amazon. Have a great day.